What's up, people? Ed Talks in here. Talking about a whole bunch of nothing but everything under the sun. I appreciate you guys for listening. I'm changing on my swag totally. Um, I'm so used to the culture of just wearing solid colors, black and white. And um, anything outside of that is really difficult for me to just rock. I mean, I like solid color. I mean, the most multicolored thing that I've worn is a shirt from Columbia. And it's a solid blue, but it got a decal on it that's like, it's like three or four different colors. That's the most colorful thing that I, that I wear. So now I'm stepping into wearing dashikis. And, um, these is like African clothing. And um, I see it's a little judgment process that comes with that with blacks in America. You um, if you wearing dashikis, that means you trying to be too African. You know, you trying to be too close to your roots, or you, you know, you faking something. Something's fake. And um, there's a lot of people that make us think out of that, but I'm above that, man. I've been through so much shit here in America. Um, being looked at for being looked at and being um, people trying to shame you you used to that because um, that's just what they do to blacks here uh, they want to shame because you because you because uh, you have to fight for yours you have to fight for what you for whatever you get you you have to fight for it I mean if it's not hand to hand, then it's in the mind, you know, so, it's like, you have to, at some point in time, say, you know, I'm not ashamed, I'm not ashamed, because I'm, because I'm doing something that, um, the black, the blacks, um, they grew up with me don't do, and, <clears throat> it's only, it's, I feel like it's, it's only, purposeful for some people to do it. I'm not saying everybody should wear dashikis when they start doing their research on the transatlantic slave trade. I'm not advocating dashikis at all. But what I learned is after studying all this spiritual awakening stuff, man, this the this is the best type of clothes to wear. Because if you understand the color scheme, you don't have to understand colors, but you understand vibes and auras um, just a little bit. Some of these dashikis with these different colors and vibes, you know, you can you could program your shirts. You know, a lot of people wear shirts that have symbolic meanings. Um, this is the same thing. This is not different. It's like you wearing a pink shirt that says breast cancer. You know, now you wearing, for instance, I'm wearing right now blue, green, purple, yellow, white. All those colors mean something different to me. And me being a creator and artist, you know, I can, I can make my own meaning. You know, uh, a lot of us. Is laying in different directions, but this is where I'm sitting at. And what's so cool about these is 
when you learn in arts, and you learn in arts from, um, you learn in arts from above, or you learn in arts from ancestors. Wearing these right here is, is a benefit, man. You know, I sit down and I listen, and I make sure that I'm in control of the creativity that I that I do. You know, I understand that people have done it before me, but um, how many of us is reaching into the the stuff, the the art that we come from and that we learn and that we um, did back back in um, back in times before generations. Uh, but before our generation, you know, how many of us is in the music business is rapping right now, hip hop right now, but trying other styles of other styles of music. Uh, so, you know, them, <clears throat> them, them, those are busters, and I and 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 none of them will try me, will come to me with that issue, you know. Uh, they can keep that in their in their brains about how they feel, but it, it, it ain't gonna come come and try me for wearing dashikis. That's a that's just that's just a slap in the face. Anybody do that, you know, they gonna get slapped, or something crazy gonna happen to them. I'm not gonna say too much, but I mean like that's that's little stuff. And then somebody like me, you know, I be knowing knowing things. I know a lot of things, so, you know, I could always talk about something they don't know nothing about, just like they could do for me, but they don't. And the only thing I got to say is, as far as auras, man, these things, these dashikis, no matter where they come from, fake, real, whatever, just the style and the colors is a ben is a bonus for me. And anybody doing uh, Reiki Energy, Anybody bringing energies with these colors, um, if you creative enough, you start understanding that people, people in today's society, some of the newer, um, newer studies of meditation and, um, you know, the newer, newer studies of, of, of scripture and stuff like that, um, you can really create your own. You don't have to be somebody that's in a box. Oh, they said that red means this. Um, you can use that as a, you can use that as a, um, as maybe like a foundation, or you can use that as a rubric. Why you building? What, what you gonna be doing for for the rest of your life? So, uh, so a lot of benefits from wearing that shit. And me, like I said, have problems with just finding clothes. There's multicolor and there's designer, you know. Um, I don't want to wear somebody else's, somebody else's design as much. I'm not a fan of that. Never have, man. I've never been a fan of it. And the only people that probably could match these dashikis as far as multicolor, and they, they to me fell off when they started. Um, you know, they started trying to keep up with the seasons and stuff. Is uh. LRG in California. LRG, I used to buy LRG twice a week for almost like a year straight. 
twice a week. I'm buying shirts, jeans, bags, belts. I used to buy that stuff so much. Um, but that was like urban wear. But then they fell off and I stopped buying it. And, you know, I don't, I'm not saluting no brand. I don't do no Gucci. Um, now, I do they scents, they fragrances. I do the smell. I'm not doing they um, belts and shoes and hats and stuff like that. I'm not, that's not for me. Um, now I do like some of the solid colors. Like I said, like I said black, black and white. Um, I got like polo too. You know, I, I ain't gonna change up on polo. Polo got some just some good leather shoes. But what I must say is, wearing these dashikis is uh, it's pretty cool. And what I do is when I'm when I'm spiritually getting activated, clearing, um, and just learning. These dashikis kind of remind me of what what I'm learning, elements that I'm working within. And, um, like say I'm trying to work in a lot of air and water. You know, I'm working with the element of air and water heavy. Wearing a lot of blue, blue type colors while I'm doing my thing, whether praying, meditating, um, you know, working out, strengthening myself. I wear a lot of that color. And it'll help me to remember the things to focus on. Um, and then it even further, it, it even furthers my spiritual activities, which is dope. Um, like uh, yesterday, I had to buy this dashiki. I mean, this shirt. My Ghana sister say, it's, it's the shirt, it's not dashiki. But I paid I paid almost fifty dollars for it, and it looks like the peacock bird. It actually is, but it's a fabric. It got the same colors as the peacock, but it's orange and burgundy mixed in. And um, it's crazy because before I bought it, I had went into the um, one of these um, medical metaphysical stores. And I had seen some, they look like they're about three feet tall, real peacock feathers. And I just, I never seen them in a metaphysical store. And I don't go to this mall much. So I, when I seen them, I said, oh, let me buy them. Because I've already been buying these feathers. And um, they're only 2 $3 a piece. So, boom, I, I go in and buy it. And then I seen the one with that's the tall looks like it actually came right off the bird I use I usually buy them small but I got the ones that look like they actually come from the bird and um I bought three of those before um before I bought the dashiki and I was looking through the dashikis and I, I ain't see I was looking for that blue color because I'm, I'm working with a lot of water right now um and uh, the water, which I'm not used to, I'm not really used to working within that element or with working within the the blue color. Um, but I see the benefits in it. I had a sister come 
over here really change up a lot of things. But even though she changed up a lot of things, I just really um, absorbed a lot of energies that that's teaching me even more. Um, and that's what I do. I absorb people's energy. So, you know, I might be doing something that you, you might be doing or that you might be good at. I'm absorbing the energy because I'm the type that like to learn new things. Especially when I got time. Before I get old and super stubborn or super specific, I want to learn as much things as I can. Try as much things as I can. So, um, because when you start to get up in age, a lot of things you push to the side because you know you need to focus on this thing if you're going to be taken serious, you know. But I know this, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that right now. I'm not about to focus on one thing when I could be doing a hundred other things with my youth. Now when I get old, then I have then I understand I need to buckle down this one thing. But uh that's a perspective I took on my own. I don't advise nobody to do that. But um because the the flip side of it is You'll be spread thin. Everything you'll be doing, you'll only be doing uh, a small capacity of it. So, you know, somebody play basketball, somebody play football, then soccer, then racquetball, then polo, and they playing all these sports. There's no way they can be All-American in each and every one of them. Only God give you that gift, but most people ain't got that gift. So most people say, okay, football is it. Okay, polo is it. Okay, wrestling is it. If you're trying to do each and every one of them, you just become a student of sports. You just become somebody who can be beneficial to everybody in all of these sports. Now, besides that, um, I was talking about these dashikis and uh, what's so cool about it is as I wear, I remember trying the art of the peacock, but trying to figure that out. You know, it lead me to go do research on the African peacock, and it um it helps my mind even learn a lot more. So it's really dope. Um, and one and the benefits of feathers is what I'm gonna talk about next. And let you guys know um, just why why they are so, what's so cool about them. And, um, you know, it's a wrap for this one. What's up, people? Ed Talks in here. I'm going to get, in, get into it real fast. Talking about these feathers, the benefits of them. And why, why would you buy feathers? You know, they seem meaningless to the person that has no no type of um, capacity to add in anything new. Feathers is like, feathers is good for like when you burn an incense. Um, and you need something to, you know, um, keep the incense moving around the room. It's what it's taught. So I, I absorb that. 
and I understand that, but I know um, I can come up with my own definition. I'm way, way stronger than just trying to read something about spiritual things, and then that's just it. Most people get stuck right there because it's not for them to learn anything more, or they don't, or what they read, they believe, and that's it. So I'm gonna help break a lot of people out of that. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can be learning stuff from people who who have any, who don't even have more experience than you. Nothing wrong with it, but. <clears throat> aroma therapy is essential when it comes to incense and smells. So what's very what's very satisfying is when you can control the air around you. This is for all my people who are air elements. They might could understand it a lot more. Controlling the air around you, controlling how you breathe, um, is a skill that most people would love to have. It's actually, it's actually comparable to the Holy Spirit when, when it said that the Holy Spirit sends a wind to let you know that it's present, right? So, a lot of people are connected to this Holy Spirit through their belief and they always feel this wind it starts to become natural you know you don't fall in love with the fact that you can feel the Holy Spirit the wind and all of that you're not supposed to go into uh, 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 ecstasy type vibe um, I watch people do this when they feel the Holy Spirit what they do they get up start dancing start running and just and just dwell in it. Enjoy the Holy Spirit. And dwell in it. Enjoy it. And um, this is what you see in the Baptist churches. When they playing music for hours. Everybody jumping, running around. That is that. I was raised in raised in places that do that. So controlling the air is very vital. And that's what these feathers are very beneficial for um, using them almost like wings and when you use incense you're using your incense to purify the air around you so waving the feathers around can clear out the well can bring that incense if it's energy clearing incense like sage or like uh, patchouli, or like uh, just any scent, frankincense and myrrh. And sometimes the incense that you're burning is only just um, saturating the room, but it's not saturating. It's not saturating it um, in every corner like it's supposed to. It's not, it might, some of the scent might get clogged up in a part of the room, if you can see what I'm saying. It's like smoke. Uh, once smoke, um, once there's too much smoke in the room, it gotta find an exit. It exits through doors, it exits through um, windows, 
or it might exit through cracks in the wall. So when you start, when you use your feather, you you actually clearing, you actually controlling where you want this scent to go. And if you do it right, if you do it right, you'll smell, you smell the scent. Um, you smell the freshness of the scent. You know, it just won't be the scent being burned and smoked. You'll smell it evenly distributed throughout the area. So every now and then, if you do it right, you'll be able to smell the scent, but you'll be able to smell it clean. It's not like a clogged up smell. It's more like, um, not displaced, but dispersed. It's dispersed evenly. And it, it really it really is cool when you experience it. Um, let me give y'all a tip. So, I make um, my car sticks out and stuff like that. And it was, just natural, it was just natural for me to put some feathers on the end of a few of them. Um, and, uh, you know, you use them, wave them around while you burn the incense. And you control... If you do it right, you can control the smoke, and it sometimes you can control it to come directly to your face. You can control the the air, the wind, and the way that it goes with the feather directly to your face. Um, a way to do this is to um, use the feathers for. The right of the scent, the left of the scent, and then the top of the scent. And um, you'll be clearing the air, cleaning the air. So the only way it knows to go is towards you. You just take a little practice. You'll learn how to do it. Um, I'm practicing it now. But that's the that's the point of the feathers. You know, people use feathers for design and clothes and all that stuff. But <clears throat> I like the I like peacock feathers because um, they represent they represent a lot of stuff, but also they look like eyes. I was always intrigued with the eyes on peacock feathers because I resemble them to what um, people call uh, some people just some people call. The Archangel Raphael. They say that this angel has eyes, mouth, lips all over his body. The in the Muslim tradition, for the most part, that's in the in the Islamic in the Muslim tradition. Raphael is an angel with eyes all over his body, uh, mouths. Nose is all over his body, meaning it has the meaning it has senses um, everywhere. You know, it has a sense for everything everywhere. So um, I always thought that was cool. And then you look at the peacock, and you look how it's got the eyes on its feathers, and when and when it um, when it uh, I guess when it's aroused. It um it throws up these 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 eyes almost hundreds of them and um, 
Yeah, I was always, always intrigued by that. I like the geese feathers too. Uh, turkey, ostrich. I'm just getting into it, and I think it's amazing. And uh, kings use these feathers. Kings in Egypt use these feathers. I'm sure it's a lot of. Um, we gotta look at the, 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 the um, the Babylonians. They, they used them for like you know these fairies. It's all the stuff they believe in, flying goats and stuff like this with wings and stuff. You know those are those are really feathers on wings. You know what I'm saying? So. Very, very useful information. I hope it helps you. Um, yeah, you interested in it? You know, start off with just using it for the incense, but make sure you're working on the skill to control the air. Don't just be whisking it around. But if you do just whisk it around, it's still beneficial. Um, this air talks, and we out. What's up, people? Air talks in here, talking about a whole bunch of nothing, but everything under the sun. And um, I've been going into my African studies first to start off, first comedic Egyptian, because I respect the royalty. I respect the fact that. Others have copied this style of royalty. And it's going into other, it has dripped down into other century, other cultures, other people, different centuries, and it's still here. And it's important for people to understand kings and queens is a modern word. Related to these ancient times of the Egyptians and cultures nearby, right? Because it's other cultures that spread around the same time, and all that all of that is respected by me as a just a human being that understands learning, listening is key. Now I don't like to learn everything. I like learning certain things, and this is one of those things. So, learning each every part of it is dope, cool, constructive. Actually, you won't believe how many people um, either aren't interested or have no idea about um, African culture um to people of africa you know it's it's that you know it's nothing to them it's customary but to people from um people from all over the country you know it's it's something worth looking into and um something is making me gravitate to the lakes Actually, it's a word that I don't necessarily remember, but it's a word that says one who stands on his lake. And that intrigued me. One who stands on his lake. 
what the hell does that mean? So I'm I'm right now I'm just going I'm not intrigued. It's no it's no questions that I have to the point where, you know, I'm gonna devote my whole life to it. I'm naturally royalty. That's how I look at myself. I mean, regardless of how where where my life is going, I look at myself as natural royalty. And everybody to extent is here for, you know, it's here, it's naturally officials, naturally kings and queens, naturally princes, princesses, um, and should be regarded highly. It's just, um, it's just a spirit of ignorance that is, uh, that has been taken over. So, now we grade people on what your shoe game is. <laughs> we grade people on what your what your bank account is. That's fair, but we also grade people on how many people have you scared the shit out of. How many people have you hurt? We grade people on that. You know how many hearts have you broken? You know stuff like that. How many how many bodies? How many bodies do you have? And that don't mean just violence, but that means sexually. How many people have you slept with? You know what I'm saying? How many people do you know? You know, fame. We graded on that instead of just understanding that we're all naturally positioned in royalty. And that's facts. So, um, I've been doing my studies on the waters, and I've been really getting into a point where I'm like I need to have symbolic water all over my all over me. You know what I'm saying? I need to have blue stones. I need to have um blue dashiki. I need to have I need to have my look together. So while I'm studying. Not not just to go out and look good, but while I'm sitting in the house and just studying, I need to I need to be in tune the best I can, so um, I've really been studying the lakes, the not the five great lakes, but um, I'm just really been studying some of the biggest pieces of water, um, and these are around Rwanda and the Dominican Republic of Congo and uh, just really trying to stand on the spiritual essence of these waters I think it's really it would be really satisfying to to um, visit these places but just studying them would do good for me now and um your spiritual self, your spiritual body will tell you um, what to be attracted to when you study. If you study in something and something specific comes up and it just lightens your whole soul, then that's something you need to look into. It's not that it didn't just happen because all of a sudden you're happy at this moment. 
it's happening because you came across something that you uh, realize with that opens your recollection. So I ran across a few things that did that. Actually, one that did that out of four bodies of water. And um, it's called the, um, this, this, this land is called the Ishungu. Um, this is a lake um, connecting Rwanda and Dominican Republic of Congo. This is like the center of Africa. And uh, learning about this brought me into a greater learning about how these lakes work, especially in that area. And that these lakes need deposits which are smaller bodies of water to, um, you know, to uh, stabilize it. Just how our blood pressure is. We got to stabilize it, so we need to be filtering out things. We need to be releasing waste out of our bodies. This is what these lakes need to do, the same thing. And when they're not able to do that, it's a rare disorder that... Um, that happens to these lakes and um, it's it's carbon dioxide carbon dioxide erupts from the from deep in a lake forming gas clouds um, these gas clouds suffocate life causes tsunamis causes tsunamis and um, displaces water. So carbon dioxide at the bottom of the lake with nowhere to deposit um, causes these tsunamis and causes these, these gas clouds. And when I heard gas clouds, I'm not going to tell you guys that this is the truth, what I'm saying. But I heard of people speak of these gas clouds is due. Like how, like I've even witnessed this. Due is when it's early in the morning and you, it's almost looks like the cloud is on the ground. Um, you know, you can barely see through it. They call it fog too. But that happens everywhere. But I heard people speak of it like that and say that this dew only comes down to take people to take people up into heaven, basically killing them. But dew has never done that. Dew has never killed anyone unless they couldn't see through it and crashed their car. Have freak accidents. This is what they saying is that about do that takes your life and takes you up into heaven is this carbon dioxide that has nowhere to escape and that comes and sits on a lake and kills everything from wildlife to humans.
I'm gonna do some more research because it's a couple lakes that it has happened. But um, when I mean growing up with um, with some of these doctrines that I learned, it's natural. I know a lot of these doctrines off the top of my head. So when I'm doing research, like as far as, as far as it goes, like ancient, and then this is not even ancient information. This is this is just African. This is African information. I'm able to connect the dots and see where where things match up. Um, like I said, I ran into one called in Shungu, and what's crazy, it has the same it has Shu in it. And Shu, S H U, is the same is the principle of air in ancient Egypt. So connected to. So I have enough I have enough spiritual information right there for me to work for days just off of that one word, understanding where it's set, understand what happens to these lakes. I can actually learn more about nature, more about life, and understand more about blessings. Because if you have nowhere to relieve this this CO2, then all hell breaks loose eventually. Even though it's a rare disorder. All hell eventually breaks loose. But if you have deposits, whatever they may be, um, you can look at it in any aspect. We look at it as our bodies, we look at it as our bowel systems. If we just kept eating and kept wasting our bodies with nowhere to deposit it, we eventually gonna get a rare disorder. That's why people with people's stomachs, when they get shot in their stomach, somebody stab them in their stomach. They have to steer, they have to wear bags to release the waste. And, um, yeah, so, I'm going to talk about it more, but that's just a rough draft. And I want to bless people with, with a little bit of elements of water in my podcast. I'm always talking about metaphysical things, so. Here it is. Hope you have a good one. God bless y'all. One love.